When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Three Yards Per Carry, a podcast covering the Miami Dolphins and the NFL. Now, here's your hosts, Chris, Alf and Simon. All right, and welcome to the show. I am Kai Chan Chisholm. Joining me is Merrick Brave and Joshua Houts. Guys, how are we doing today? We'll start with you, Merrick. We're doing well. Yeah, man, doing, doing, doing really well. Excited to be back for our third episode of 3YPC. Um, you know, just, just wanted to give a shout out and thank everybody who's stuck with us through these first couple episodes. Uh, you know, I know it's tough, you know, we're not, we're not Chris, we're not Alf, we're not Simon, we're not, we're not your regulars, but hopefully we've been entertaining just enough that you've, uh, continued to listen in and, and hopefully we'll, we'll bring you the goods this episode and you'll, you'll want to listen through the end of the month because we've got a few more for you. Joshua. I made it through another day with the kids. I'm surprised my hair is still here because I was thought I was for sure I was going to rip it out today. But yeah, like Merrick said, uh, like Kai have said before, um, we're just thankful for this opportunity and for three yards per carry for giving us a chance to come on here and talk about the team we love. So I'm doing good. Still got my hair. Kids are content. What about you, Kai? How you been today? Uh, so as you guys know, this is the first week of summer camp for us. Uh, 75 kids today doing a, a summer Olympics type thing. So having to control a bunch of kids all at once and, you know, different age groups from six to 13 and going through, I mean, I, you guys can tell from the video, obviously the listeners is audio only, but I am, <laughs> I'm red. I, I got red today. It was dark outside. That's always the mistake I make where it's cloudy and you think that there's no sun and that's absolutely incorrect. There's a ton of sun still. And uh, it got me red. And, and, and you're in South Florida. So yeah. like you're doing this in like a hundred degree heat yeah. and humidity. And yeah, man, that, that sounds tough. It really does. I, yes. I won't complain about three kids then if you were dealing with 75. Kids. Yeah. I guess I, I can mean, shut up now. Yeah. I, I mean, I love it. I, I love my job. Uh, you know, I feel like I was, I was put on this earth to, uh, to try to help the next generation of kids become better and, and become themselves. So uh, it, it never, I, I don't even feel tired. Like I'm tired, but I, but I love it. Um, so let, let, we're, we're going to talk about here. Oh, well, before before we even get into anything, obviously, we got to mention our sponsors uh, and make sure that we pay the bills. Of course, uh, we can go to Better Edge. It's B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E slash five reasons. It's number five and then reasons. Uh, and also, um, you can use the code five with prize picks. That's F-I-V-E five. Uh, deposit $100. You get $100. It's essentially free money. So, boys. We're here talking about the Miami Dolphins, as always. We're going to talk about a list that you guys brought up, uh, an article that actually talks about more Dolphins player-specific stuff was written by our own Joshua House at the Finsider. So you can go ahead and look at that and hear what uh, what House has to say in his words about uh, the critiques to Preet Prisco. But it's written by him, posted on CBS Sports. Um, and we're going to go through some of the players and talk about why we feel like they should be higher or lower. Uh, Merrick, do you want to start with uh, with the first player on the list for Dolphins players-wise? Well, yeah, you know, Pete Prisco uh, of CBS Sports, he ranked his top 100 players in the NFL for the 2023 NFL season. Um, and, you know, there's a few Dolphins players on here. Maybe some are ranked appropriately. Maybe some are a little too low for our liking. And then maybe some didn't get ranked at all. And we're going to get into all of that here as we go through this list. Um, before we get into Dolphins players, I just want to take a look right here at the very top. He has uh, Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes as his number one rated player. I don't think anyone's going to argue that. 
Uh, at number two, he has Josh Allen, quarterback of the Buffalo Bills. And at number three, he has another quarterback, Joe Burrow of the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, this isn't a quarterback list. This isn't just quarterbacks, but Pete Prisco says the three best players in the entire NFL are Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Joe Burrow. Do you guys think that's true? Do you think the three best players overall, any position, all play quarterback and and they're ranked Mahomes, Allen, and Burrow? How do you guys feel about that? Hows, I'll let you take that one first. I mean, I understand Patrick Mahomes for sure. I would probably yeah. have him there. And then, I mean, I don't know the way he's viewing this thing. I mean, if you're sitting here drafting, you know, it's a draft. You have a team starts over. You get a pick, have the first pick, second, third pick. It might make sense. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. That seems a little far-fetched. And then, what, Nick Bosa, four, Miles Garrett, five? Well, yeah, and that's where I'm at, right? Like, Nick, when I watch Nick Bosa play football, like, in my mind, maybe – the second best player in the NFL behind Patrick Mahomes. I think Nick Bosa as an edge rusher is better than Josh Allen as a quarterback. And I think Josh Allen is a damn good quarterback, but I think Nick Bosa is a fucking alien on the football field. I think he's a better edge rusher than Josh Allen is a quarterback. Aaron Donald nine, Aaron Donald nine. I thought I always like thought the world of Aaron Donald. Why is he all the way down there? Then Mika Parsons. I mean, even, even, okay. So that's what he's basing that off of. That makes sense. But Parsons should probably be up there too, a little bit higher. So um, yeah, man, I don't think uh, those are the three best players, Mahomes, Allen and Burrow. But if you want to argue three best quarterbacks, I don't think anybody would have any issue with that. Sure. Sure. I'd love to make an argument for Travis Kelsey and Justin Jefferson being higher on the list. Like, and I understand Nick Bosa, defensive player of the year, Miles Garrett. We all know Miles Garrett. I mean, he looks like a tank, plays like a tank. You know, he, he's he, – both those two players, absolutely amazing. But I would love to make an argument for Travis Kelsey and Justin Jefferson being up there. And he has he has Kelsey ranked sixth overall out of his top 100. 110 passes caught last year, 12 touchdown catches, uh, easily the top-rated tight end on the list. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess – for me, I'd probably place Kelsey at least over Miles Garrett, so maybe a slight snub there. Uh, but yeah, is Travis Kelsey a better football player than, let's say, Joe Burrow is as a quarterback? I would say so. I, I think that, and this is this is gonna sound crazy because obviously quarterback is the most important position. But I feel like for as much as, as great as uh, Patrick Mahomes is, and as amazing as the Chiefs' offense in general is. I feel like Travis Kelsey is such a vital piece to that offense, and he's so important of a player, both you know with the football, without the football, how he plays, his mentality, leadership. Like, yes, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, and they still have a myriad of players who are very, very good. But I don't know, man. Like, I just, I, I, I think that I would have Travis Kelsey in the. I would say top four, in my personal opinion, and Justin Jefferson the same thing. I, I could argue either of them could be number four even number three like best player in the league just uh, like i think that for sure one is patrick mahomes and i'd argue that burrow is too i don't think that josh allen is okay all right so you would have burrow ranked over josh allen yeah and is that is that just homerism coming out no like, are we... i i've never liked josh allen just just in general i think he's great don't get me wrong i think he's great but there's always been little things that you see when he plays where he'll have those little moments where it's just like, ah, it, it begs the question that people ask about the Dolphins, you know, Tua, is it because of Tyreek that he had that? I always have those little thoughts where I'll see Josh Allen play, and I'm like, man, he still makes these just idiotic decisions that makes me think if he never got Stephon Diggs, would he really be Josh Allen or would he just be Josh Allen? Like, well, it, we'll see, you know. We'll see how much longer he has Stephon Diggs. There's there's trouble in paradise up there in Buffalo. If you can call Buffalo paradise, no, I certainly hell. wouldn't. <laughs> so you mentioned Justin Jefferson. He is uh, Pete Prisco's number seven, uh, number seven player out of his top 100. He is the top rated wide receiver, but his second rated wide receiver would be uh, Miami Dolphins wide receiver Tyreek Hill, who checks in as uh, Pete Prisco's 12th overall player and i'll read you what he wrote here he said in his first season with the dolphins he again showed off his big play skills hill had a career best 119 catches for 1710 yards he's talking 2000 yards this season and who can doubt it uh i mean just my first impressions just reading back that stat line 119 catches for 1710 yards we are so blessed as Miami Dolphins fans to have Tyreek Hill on this roster. Just what what an amazing football player just all around. He's been just as good off the field as he 
as he was on the field for the Dolphins last year. Just the confidence that he's instilled in quarterback Tua Tungabailoa, you know, encouraging him to get these wide receivers together for throwing sessions. You know, he's talked about that a couple times this offseason. Just again, we're so blessed to have Tyreek Hill on this roster. What do you guys think? Uh, number 12, he ranks just behind TJ Watt, outside linebacker of the Steelers at 11. Trent Williams, tackle for the 49ers at 10. Aaron Donald, we mentioned him at number nine, uh, defensive tackle for the, the Rams. And then Micah Parsons, linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys, ranks at eight. So all those players rank just ahead of Tyreek Hill, just behind him. Chris Jones, defensive end of the Chiefs. And then uh, a little spoiler alert, our own Jalen Ramsey at, at number 14. Do you guys feel like Tyreek Hill is uh, appropriately ranked here at number 12? Do you think that's too low, too high, just right? Top 10 How do you feel about that? League. So you're saying they snubbed him a little bit he, by ranking him number 12. In my, I, I, you know, we said it, or I said it last week, and we kind of talked about it and confirmed it that, you know, he absolutely would have, if Tua never got hurt, in my in my personal, honest opinion, I don't think this is homerism at all, just strictly on what we were watching game in and game out. If Tua never got hurt, Tyreek Hill would have had 2,000 yards last season. I, I, don't I think fully agree. I, don't I really do. Any question at all. He would have broke 2,000 yards. I think he is a top 10 player. He had something, and I think maybe, maybe I'm wrong here, but I, I want to get your guys' take on this as well as a small little side thing is like, Everyone was doubting Tyreek last year. Everyone was doing everything. And he was doing a lot of talking. He was doing so much talking that you were like, all right, you have to back this up as well. And you have to kind of make it worth it to have you here. But, I mean, he just – he talked and talked and talked, and he backed it up on the football field. And I just – he is a top-10 player in the NFL in my mind. I sit here every single day thinking to myself, like, holy shit, Tyreek Hill is a Miami Dolphin. Even when that happened, I was like, there's no I, – I remember sitting at work, and I'm watching these guys play basketball, and I'm looking at them. And they're just looking at me because I run up to them. I was like, we just traded for Tyreek Hill. <laughs> like, I, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, they're, they're like, no, it's not. It's got to be fake. And I'm like, dude, I'm reading Adam Schefter's tweet right now. We just traded for Tyreek Hill. It. Like, I just, he's a top 10 player in the league, man. He is. Yeah, the, I, I kind of had the the same thing, except my coworker was Seth Rollins. So I'm going to, I'm going to drop that name here. <laughs> Who the Bears He's a fan, Bears but, fan. Um, and you know, that's a sad, it, sad fandom already. So sad existence. However, he has been able to watch his team play in a Super Bowl in his lifetime, and I cannot say the same for our Miami Dolphins. So touchdown, like first play of the goddamn game. <laughs> but yeah, we we had that same conversation. Can you believe it, Tyree Kill, a Miami Dolphin? Like that, that's phenomenal. Josh, I want to get your input on this. Tyree Kill ranked at number twelve uh, again, just behind T.J. Watt. Trent Williams, Aaron Donald. Do you think he should be ranked higher? And if so, who would you uh, who would you bounce out of that top ten to get Tyree Kill in there? Yeah, I think I agree with both of you. I think I agree with Kai, where he's probably I, I would say he's in my top ten players in the NFL. I mean, they are looking at linemen, defensive players, things like that. I guess I'd have him over Trent Williams and T.J. Watt, right? That's where I'd start again. I think the world of Aaron Donald, Parsons, so. That's where I'd be. I do think I agree with both of you that if Tua never gets hurt, this guy easily exceeds 2,000 yards. And I do think it's crazy how, you know, when you get Tyree Kill, the first thing is, is he going to regress? Is he going to be able to put up those same type of numbers? And he had the career high in targets, career high in receptions, career high in yards. He did everything that was asked of him. And again, most importantly, was just what type of leader he was in that locker room. I mean, you heard some of the off the field things throughout his career. You weren't quite sure with all the talking, you know, the throwing up the peace sign, the, the shit talking that he does, you know, what type of leader he truly was. And I mean, he came in here, he was asked to be that guy to kind of get to on the right path, take over that locker room. I think he's the one that said, fuck them, pull uh, the ping pong table and all that stuff. So um, I would have him in the top 10. And again, I think I'm with you guys where I just cannot believe that Tyree kills a Miami dolphin. And I'm excited to see what he does in year two with Mike McDaniel. Cause you've heard some of the interviews, even he said, you know, it took him a little bit to get a hold of the offense, to learn some of the verbiage, to think that he could be even better this season. If Tua stays healthy, I don't see why I wouldn't hit 2,000 yards. I guess my question to you guys is, even if he did put up those numbers, would you still have had him as the number two wide receiver on this list? Because Justin Jefferson, I mean, if we're being honest, is just, um, you know, I don't I don't know if he is better. I, I, what are your guys' thoughts? To get thoughts? those Tyree numbers out of Justin. Kirk Cousins, come on. I, look, I yeah. don't want to be that much of an ass, but to get those numbers out of Kirk Cousins and to be able to do the things he does with a quarterback like that, like – it's yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's no, he's crazy. No, Justin Jefferson's great, but if you're telling me Tyreek Hill gets over 2,000 yards receiving, which has never been done in the history of the National Football League, then yeah, if Tyreek Hill gets two, 
2,000 yards receiving, then yeah, you're putting him above Justin Jefferson. And you're right, Kai. I might put him all the way at number one. If not at number one, then certainly at number two, just behind Patrick Mahomes, which that would have been kind of funny if he was right behind Patrick Mahomes, former teammates now on different teams. But, you know, Tua had those injury issues and and that limited Tyreek's Hill, Tyreek Hill's uh, ceiling there. You know, when, when yeah. Tua was playing, Tyreek Hill was on pace for 2,000 yards receiving. So anyone who's listening right now thinking that we're being being the ultimate homers and saying, oh, yeah, no, it wasn't going to happen. It wasn't going to happen. Yeah, it was. It absolutely was. Tua missed four regular season games last year, if I'm not, if I'm not uh, mistaken. If Tua plays in those games, Tyreek Hill only needs an additional 290 yards reach the 2,000-yard mark, I think he gets there. I really do think he gets there. So, yes, if Tyreek Hill hits the 2,000-yard receiving mark, he certainly is ranked higher than Justin Jefferson. Uh, and who knows? He could have been ranked top two, top three players in the league uh, on this list. He does – Prisco, you know, while saying T.J. Watt is ranked at number 11, he does say Watt only played 10 games last year and only had five and a half sacks. That doesn't sound like the 11th best player in the league to me. It sounds like you're projecting and hoping that he gets there. And TJ Watt is a phenomenal football player, but you know, to only play 10 games, that's less less games than two a play. <laughs> you to, know what I mean? Jalen Phillips is better. To put this into perspective as well, like just to think about some of the games that Tua missed, right? Just the Jets game, first Jets game, 47 yards Tyreek got. The game against Minnesota, I mean, he went off 177 yards. The next game that uh, Tua missed, uh, the, the Patriots, 55 yards. Last game against the Jets, 23 yards. I mean, yeah. like, and just yeah. listen to some, I mean, just, we'll let's, you know, we'll move on. But, like, just so, for some of these stat lines, I mean, against Baltimore, 190 yards. Against Cincinnati on Thursday night, 160. And that's with two different quarterbacks. Um, against Minnesota, 177. Against Detroit, 188. Against Chicago the next week, 143. Against San Francisco in a game that we got, we 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 were sitting here like, oh my god, our offense can't do anything. He had 146 yards, like against Green Bay, where Tua was playing with a concussion in the second half, 103 yards. I mean, like he would have absolutely he's a monster. Hit 2,000 yards. I, that's seven he's a games over 100 yards last year. It, like, he's a monster. He would have killed. There's him. only one Tyree Kill. There's only one of them. There's only one. There, and there really is. And and crazy. everyone's trying to get their Tyree Kill. You know, and even the Dolphins before they got Tyreek Hill tried to get their Tyreek Hill when they drafted Jalen Waddle, and now we got two Tyreek Hills. Yeah, yeah, we got two. He's he's pretty close. It's kind of like the Spider-Man meme, isn't it? Yeah, like point at each other. That's pretty damn cool. All right, all right, we got to move on a little bit. We all know Tyreek Hill's the fucking man, but we got to move on here. Uh, I referenced it earlier at number fourteen. Pete Prisco has Jalen Ramsey, a newly acquired cornerback for the Miami Dolphins. I'll read you what he said here. He was traded by the Rams to Miami this offseason, but not for talent reasons. He still plays at a high level and can do a lot of things for a defense. He will be special in the Vic Fangio defense. Uh, he is the number one rated cornerback on Pete Frisco's list. Uh, 14th overall player. How do you guys feel about that? I think that, <clears throat> I okay, I don't know if I would have absolutely made him the number one corner. I also, we talked about a little bit before we started recording. I don't think that I would have put sauce as high on the list as he is right behind him at 15. Um, But I mean, let's look at some of the guys right behind him. You you mentioned sauce at 15, Jamar chase receiver for the Bengals at 16, Devonte Adams receiver for the Raiders at 17. Do you think Jalen Ramsey is a better football player Again, different positions, but just a better football player, more impactful football player than either Jamar Chase or Devontae Adams. I think that when he's on, when he's healthy and he's 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 there in a defense that fits his play style, Jalen Ramsey, you don't throw to his side of the field ever. So when you can eliminate an entire side of a football field, it's, it, it doesn't matter if you're the type of receiver that Jamar Chase is, that Devontae Adams is, the, I mean, immense talent at offensive tackle that Lane Johnson is. When you can eliminate an entire half of a football field, it it's just it doesn't matter. Like I just I I I think that I would agree with Pete that I think that him and Xavier Howard are gonna just be special in this defense. I mean, I think our entire defense should be outstanding this season. But I mean, I think I think fourteen's fine. Fourteen or fifteen. I just 
you know, there's certain things that maybe I would say that maybe, you know, you put them a little bit lower. But when you pose that question of football player wise, yeah, I think that 14 or 15 is fine. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, Jaylen I'm Ramsey. good with it. I, I'm good with it. I think, you know, I tend to look at these guys and just football in general sometimes from a fantasy scope. So, I mean, I'm sitting here thinking, is Jamar Chase more impactful? <laughs> I mean, maybe I might lean that your way. But I, I don't I think leagues are going to your brain. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm I'm starting to get out of some of them. So that's I'm trying to better myself. But I think 14s go with Jalen Ramsey. And I think, you know, when you guys are sitting here talking about him being a Dolphin, you know, it kind of feel, felt the same way. It's Tyree Kill. I mean, you heard Tyree Kill was on Trey Block. The Dolphins, they'll never do anything like that. They made that trade. Then you heard the same thing with Jalen Ramsey. You know, maybe the Dolphins had interest. You heard other teams might. And then he's here in Miami for Hunter Long and a third-round pick. And just to think about how Kai said, you know, he shuts down one side of the field. Xavier Howard, when he's healthy, you know, you could argue that he shuts down the other half of that field. So I don't know how defenses are going to attack this secondary, um, especially Vic Fangio now in town. So 14 seems good with me, and it's just nice that we're sitting here reading down a top 100 players list. And, you know, we, we hit two, there's three more on this list, and it just feels good to finally be a Dolphins fan, to have those, you know, quote-unquote superstar players. So I think 14 is good for Jalen Ramsey. Excited to see what he does in this defense because, um, you know, the fact that he is that number one ranked corner by Prisco and many other pundits, you know, it has to get you excited. Check your pulse, right, guys? Yeah, man, I, I think I'm I'm in agreement with you guys. Ramsey is just so versatile. Like he can play outside corner. He can play slot corner. He can play safety. He can come up and even play a little hybrid linebacker role there. He's going to be a chess piece in the Fangio defense. And I think he really is going to allow everyone else around him to maximize their talents. You know, Xavier Howard's going to get back on track when he doesn't have to be basically the only dude uh, in that secondary secondary outside of maybe Javon Holland. You had Cater Coe who played well last year, but you know, he was an undrafted rookie. Our secondary is going to be if healthy and sorry to cut you out there, Barry, but if healthy, maybe it's Homerism, but like, you have Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard on opposite sides of the field. Cater Kohu, as as the the talent and undrafted guy that he was last year for us, I think was great, and he's going to be a piece that will develop really nice. And to learn from those two guys is going to be great. Javon Holland is an outstanding safety. Brandon Jones plays his role, you know, perfectly for what they ask him to do. I mean, like that secondary should be it. It would be, and it's a little another another small sidetrack, and I'm sorry, and I'll, I'll cut it off here, but. Like it would be a travesty if our defense is horrible next year. It would just be it, it would be like the like hell had frozen heartbreaking. Over. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. And I think really, genuinely, and knock on wood here, but the only way that the Dolphins defense is going to falter is if injuries resurface again, just like they did last year. Uh, but if injuries, you know, take their toll on the team, that's the only way this isn't a top 10 defense in the National Football League. And I'm being conservative when I say top 10. You know, maybe I want to get a little frisky here and say top five. But this team's Galen Ramsey score on defense. Oh, yeah, sure. absolutely. Turnover machines here. I just think Jalen Ramsey is going to make those around him much better. And for that reason, Jalen Ramsey ranked as Pete Prisco's 14th best player. I think that's pretty appropriate here. So after Ramsey, you actually got to go down this list a little bit. You get you get Hill at 12. You get Ramsey at 14. The next Miami Dolphin on Pete Prisco's top 100 list is Jalen Waddell. And he's ranked as the 62nd, 62, 62nd highest rated player on Pete Prisco's top 100 list. Um I don't know. I, let's take a look at some of these guys around him. Let's see if maybe we would uh, we would jump him up a little bit. Uh, he actually has Joey Bosa of the Chargers just ahead of Waddle at 61. Uh, Jordan Mailata, a tackle for the Eagles ahead of both of them. Quentin Nelson, guard for the Colts at 59. Chris Lindstrom, uh, offensive guard for the Atlanta Falcons at 58. Um, the next receiver just ahead of Jalen Waddle would be Debo Samuel of the San Francisco 49ers. So Jalen Waddle at 62. I'd love to hear your guys' take on this. Uh, fun fact, though, he is ranked one spot ahead of Garrett Wilson, I'm wide receiver of the New York up. Jets. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. Look, I, I think Garrett Wilson is is pretty good. And he, I mean, Pete Prisco put it perfectly in his um, in his little you know nugget there that says as a rookie doing a lot of bad quarterback play he had 83 catches and one uh, offensive rookie of the year which if we're being honest Brees Hall would have won it if he didn't get injured 
Um, so, I mean, it would have been a jet no matter what, unfortunately. I've been very critical of Jalen Waddle, especially last year. Uh, I was always team uh, draft, you know, somebody else. I, I was always team Jalen Phillips and uh, Kyle Pitts, and then I was team Jalen Phillips or Kadarius Tony. I know that Kadarius Tony hasn't turned out just yet. I still think that he will, but I was never the biggest, biggest fan of drafting Jalen Waddle as high as we did. I love him. I think he's an immense talent. Um, I think it it's a two-parter. I think it's disrespectful to have him so close to Garrett Wilson, in my honest opinion. But I also think that it might be just right in terms of placement because, as I mentioned the past two weeks, he needs to stop jumping and needs to start catching footballs without having to always use his chest because that caused times where we could have gotten touchdowns, extra yards, first downs, one games because he either decided to jump and miss a ball or decided to take a ball away from another player who was on, that ball was going to because he decided to jump and take that ball that was going to a different player on a different route. Um, he needs to stop jumping. I think that because of the things that he needs to learn how to do still as a receiver going into his third year. I think that 62 is fine. I just think it's disrespectful to have him as close to Garrett Wilson. Well, so you get after Tyreek Hill at 12, like we mentioned earlier, you get Jamar Chase at 16. You get Devontae Adams at 17. Cooper Cup actually ranks in at 26, probably a little low for Cooper Cup there. Um, especially if Matthew Stafford comes back a little bit healthy. I'm scrolling the list here. Unfortunately, they didn't uh, rank this by position, but you got quite a gap in the wide receiver room. You have to wait all the way after Cooper Cup. You have to wait all the way till number 47 when you get to A.J. Brown of the Philadelphia Eagles. Right after him at 48 is CeeDee Lamb of the Dallas Cowboys. And then after CeeDee Lamb, you get DK Metcalf at 55, Debo Samuel at 57, before you get to Jalen Waddell at 62. And initially, I wanted to to kind of scoff at Prisco's rating of Jalen Waddell at, at 62, but looking at the receivers ahead of him, I don't know if I can rank Jalen Waddell ahead of any of those guys. I would rank him ahead of Garrett Wilson, but I wouldn't rank him ahead of Cup. I wouldn't rank him ahead of A.J. Brown. I wouldn't rank him ahead of, well, maybe I'd rank him ahead of Debo Samuel. Maybe, maybe. Debo, completely different player from Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle wins with speed. Debo wins with power and, and his ability to break tackles. I think I'm okay with Jalen Waddle at 62. Let me read you the blurb. In his second season, he proved to be the perfect complement to Tyreek Hill, adding more speed to the offense. He had 75 catches with eight going for touchdowns, and his 18.1 yards per catch average was better than Hill's average of 17. So Jalen Waddle at 62. We heard what Kai thought. We've heard what I thought. What do you think, Houts? Yeah, you pretty much just took all my thoughts. I was getting ready to read that blurb. I was set up to talk about DK and Debo. And even after Waddle, you got, you guys both mentioned Garrett Wilson, but then you got Terry Mack, Scary Terry, Devontae Smith, who I'll be honest, I wanted Devontae Smith over Jalen Waddle during draft time. So I, I have no issue. And, and I, I'm on record. Sorry to interrupt you, Josh, but I'm on record writing for a, a short-lived website called theleftarmofgod.com. Uh, I did a mock draft, and I said Jalen Waddle was the perfect pick for the Miami Dolphins that year, and they just so happened to take him. So that's my, uh, you know, me tooting my own horn, horn here. But go ahead, Josh. Yeah, so I think he's right in that same area. I mean, he's right. Garrett Wilson, I think I might like him more than both of you, but I wouldn't have him over Jalen Waddle. And then, um, you know, Terry Macklerin, Devontae Smith behind Debo and DK Metcalf. I think it's a pretty good um I think they have him at a nice spot and I do like the little blur about how he mentioned being the perfect complement in this offense opposite of Tyreek Hill. Interested to see if you know Tyreek Hill does knock on wood, you know, for some reason pray I, I hope it doesn't happen, but you know sails off into the sunset after what his contract in 3 years. I'm interested to see what Jalen Waddle then becomes, right? Because I think a lot of his success, I don't want to say, is because of Tyreek Hill being opposite of him and the way defense is game plan for him. But I do think it opens things up and allows him to do more things. So it'd be interesting to see if he is that true wide receiver one that I think a lot of us fans can agree that Jalen Waddle could be wide receiver one on a lot of teams. You know, you see those little different charts going around. You wonder why Jalen Waddle's not on it. And then you remember, oh, yeah, we have Tyreek Hill. So 62, don't really mind it. Um, and when you look at the receivers ahead of him and behind him, I think it's a decent spot. So Jalen Waddle's just going to continue to get better. And he did average 18.1 yards per catch last year, which is just absolutely absurd when you think about it. How do you guys feel about Jalen Waddle putting on weight this offseason? He's put on a lot of muscle. 
um, getting a little bit bigger. Do you think that's going to affect his speed at all? I just, <clears throat> I, I just want him to stop jumping. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that's I it. It's the only thing. Like I was getting so much crap, man. I just want him to stop jumping. Like I can't. Every time I think of Jalen Waddle, I'm like, man, he he just he has he just has this immense, amazing raw potential. He can be such a great receiver, and it just it pisses me off that he just jumps, man. Like I, I hope that the weight doesn't affect his speed. I think he'll be fine. But just God, I just I just want him to stop jumping for every ball. It, I want to see just... him truck over someone. When I see that, I won't have any issues. As long as it's... the speed doesn't – he doesn't lose that speed, let's see him truck over Dude, someone. But, yeah, just... I think we all agree with you, Kai. There are times when he just goes up there and lets that thing bounce off his chest, doesn't use his hands, whatever it might be. Or he There's jumps when he doesn't have to, and he could, yeah. and it ends up making him either Picked get up all that yak that fall. we were promised. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we get, we get criticized as Dolphins fans so often and yelled at and told that our team's bad and all sorts of stuff because – because all this yak and all this yak they talk about that Tua has. Yet, at the same time, that we don't see the yak. We don't get the yak that's right there. Like, it's just not – it's right there. It could be so – like, it's the reason why so many people are trying to still say, oh, we can get Debo this, we can get Debo that, but it's just not there. It's just not there. And it can be there. If he just – if he – oh, it could be there. He he could have – this is what we talked about year three last year for our last week for our receivers – it can be there. This could be that boom where having him and Tyreek, it just it could be this great. It's already very great, but it can be a Super Bowl winning wide receiver duo. It's just it's right there. It's like well, let's not distance. let's not forget Jalen Waddle. It was only his second season in the National Still, Football League. He's man, a, just... he's he's not a ten year vet. He has <sighs> he has room to grow. He has room to I'm learn. So um, and I think he will though. I think he will. You know. Only played two years in the NFL, and people are already talking about him like he's one of the best receivers in the National Football League, and he probably is. So he has things he can clean up. I'm confident he will. Uh, why don't we head into a break real quick, yeah. and then we can come back and, and talk to, talk about a few more Dolphins players on Pete Briscoe's list. Sounds perfect. We'll hit a break, and then we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you a South Florida property owner with an insurance claim? Are you dealing with water, mold, or fire damage to your home or business? Are you having trouble locating a five-star rated general contractor that is fully licensed, certified, and insured? If the answer is yes, then Water Cleanup of Florida is here for you 24 hours a day. With over 60 years of combined experience, Michael, Robert, Jorge, and their team is prepared to handle any size property damage disaster. When an unexpected damage occurs to your home or business, you need specialized, fast, and reliable services. Water Cleanup of Florida understands the impact and stress an unexpected disaster may cause. Their objective is to make the cleanup and insurance claim process painless and hassle-free. Water Cleanup of Florida is also a licensed general contractor, so they provide the A to Z service, one-stop shopping that business homeowners and business owners require. Water Cleanup of Florida is now an authorized dealer of Eurocraft cabinets, so premier kitchen, bath, and laundry cabinetry, countertops, and other accessories are available for your viewing at their showroom in Boca Raton. Or, do you prefer to shop from your home or office? Then Water Cleanup will send you one of our design specialists to you with samples and products that fit your style and budget. Call Michael anytime on his personal cell phone if you have any questions at 954 954- Five seven nine zero three five six. That's nine five four five seven nine zero three five six. Or visit their website at wcufl.com. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram. And please check out their more than eighty 
five-star reviews on Google and Facebook. Water Cleanup of Florida. If you have the schmutz, they have the guts. I'm Jalen Phillips, and you're listening to Three Yards Per Carry. All right, and we're back. We're going to rattle off the rest of this conversation talking about and, I mean, not bashing Pete Prisco, but, you know, getting getting a little a little argumentative. We're um, bashing him. Forget him. <laughs> sure. Look, you know, I try to be nice for certain things except for, you know, Jalen Waddle and his jumping. But, um, Merrick, the, the next player on the list, who we got? Christian Wilkins at number 74 on Pete Briscoe's list, defensive tackle, obviously for the Miami Dolphins, a man who needs a new contract. What are you doing, Greer? Get this man paid. Uh, hey, I'll, read man. You what, I'll read you what Briscoe said. He followed up his solid, solid 2021 season with his best one in his four years in the league. He has eight sacks from the interior the past two season seasons, but he also had 33 pressures last season. Uh, I think that's what you noticed with Christian Wilkins, man. He was knifing through interior offensive linemen and and getting to the ball carrier in the backfield, whether that was the quarterback, whether that was the running back. Uh, He just looked like a much different player last year and a much better player last year. Uh, The Dolphins clearly want to pay him, get him re-upped, get him back uh, in a long-term deal for this team. It's looking like it's going to be an expensive deal, though. It's looking like it's going to be $20 million a year. And I've seen a few people on Dolphins Twitter talking about how they don't think Christian Wilkins is worth $20 million a year, and they would let him walk. They'd maybe uh, let him play this year, maybe franchise tag him next year, and then let him walk after that. How do you guys feel about uh, the folks who are telling you Christian Wilkins ain't worth the money? How do you feel about that, Kai? Well, his old teammate just got paid uh, in Dexter Lawrence over there in in the big blue. Um, I love Christian Wilkins. I thought that, I mean, I can't remember my exact thoughts when he was drafted, but I just remember seeing him go and try to take out Roger Goodell, and I was like, ah, that man knows what the fans want. And it was just like, this is the greatest, you know, maybe this can be great. And seeing him in Clemson and seeing his personality, like I've always been one where, just from a player point of view, where I've always thought, man, the Dolphins need more personality, man, on social media with the, you know, with the players, with everybody. Like we need to see this fan base, this Miami Dolphins fan base, is a rabid fan base that will take guys like Christian Wilkins, like Tyreek Hill, like these, you know, like Jalen Ramsey, and take them in as their own. Um, so to have someone like that with his personality and how he, I mean, just how he is as a player, I think he's extremely valuable. How he is, you know, mentally on the field. I mean, he gets in Josh Allen's head every single time we play, whether it's going and messing with his towel or talking to him. I mean, he gets the guy, the most protected guy by the referees in the league, you know, rattled up. I think from how he is as a person, his personality, how he plays on the field, um, coming off of his literally his best season that he's had in the league, um, I would pay him. I would see kind of how the how the Connor Williams situation goes before I decide to pay him this year. And then maybe place a franchise tag on him and then pay him um, just because as much as I love Christian Wilkins, we need to work on our offensive line uh, and like desperately and to be able to get Connor Williams deal done and get him back and figure that situation out money wise. I'd like to do that first before I tackle the situation with Christian Wilkins. But if it were up to me, he's not he's not going to be a Miami, you know, he's not going to be anything, excuse me, but a Miami Dolphin ever in his career, in my personal opinion. I tend to agree with you, Kai. Hats, I want to get your opinion on Christian Wilkins. He's ranked 74th in Pete Prisco's top 100, but in reality, the real conversation surrounding Christian Wilkins is his his need for a new deal. Would you do it this offseason, Houts, or would you wait and see how the, the season played out? Yeah, I mean, I live by the MO. You know, it's not my money. So, I mean, I can see – I guess the argument isn't, is Christian Wilkins worth $20 million? Just does the Dol- Do the Dolphins have that type of money to give him, right? And, you know, with the, the contracts that are going to come down the road, I mean, I think with all the defensive tackles that have gotten paid now, I mean, there's no question that he's worth that price. It just comes down to whether or not the Dolphins can afford that. So, um, I would have paid the man. I always say pay the man. I'm going to, I'm going to lose it. Um, I, I'm always the guy that says pay the man. And I think, you know, he's worth that. So. I, I tend to agree with you, Josh. I think, I think it's time to pay Christian Wilkins. I think it's time uh, to give him his due. I don't want to wait too much longer. You know, that that's when these deals just start becoming more and more yeah. expensive. I I think they probably should have paid him before this past season. You know, you could have got him in at, maybe 14 a 15 million a season deal. yeah you're yeah. right you're right 
So I, I think the longer you wait, the more expensive it becomes. And the Dolphins have a lot of contracts they need to hand out to to their good, solid players in the next couple seasons. Uh, and that's that's where we're, you know, that's where we find ourselves talking about a two-year window for the Dolphins to win a Super Bowl. So um, I probably already would have done it. And, and if I'm Chris Greer, I'm trying to get that done as quickly as possible. We have one more Miami Dolphins player on Pete Prisco's top 100 players for the 2023 NFL season. And it's not Tua Tungavailoa. It is actually Jalen Phillips, uh, edge rusher, linebacker for the Miami Dolphins. Prisco says this, I think he will be much higher on this list next year. He is a star in waiting. The ability is there. So while Prisco ranks Jalen Phillips relatively low on the list, you know, 95 out of 100, he does say this will probably be the lowest that he ever rates Jalen Phillips, at least for the next few season, few seasons, and that Phillips will be higher on the list next year. Jalen Phillips at number 95, Kai, what do you think? I'm going to list every player uh, who I would put him above. And, you know, ironically, they're all the players that are, you know, that are above him. I will put him above Dalvin Coach, Tremaine Edmonds, Patrick Peterson, Trey Hendrickson, Chris Godwin, Gray Jarrett, Alvin Kamara, Christian Kirk, Tyreek Woolen, uh, Cameron Curl, DJ Reader. I don't Omar even know who Austin, that is. Brown, I really Derek don't even Brown, know who that Tyron is. Tyron Matthew. I mean, do I have to keep going? We're at, we're at number 80. Joe Tooney, T. Higgins, Justin Fields. And, I mean, he's too low. He's too, like he's too low. I don't care if it's about, you know, the that he'll be much higher. He is absolutely too low. This was Pete Prisco's chance to try to be like, you know, the, the Nostradamus and go and put him higher and then have his moment where he gets to walk out like this next year and be able to glow and, you know, give himself a good pat on the back. This is way too low. It's ridiculously too low. House, your opinion on Jalen Phillips ranking number 95, even though Prisco says, you know, he'll be higher on the list next year. Your your opinion on Jalen Phillips at number 95? Yeah, I'm with Kai. I would have put him way up there. I think this guy's going to be what? Pro- probably a good chance he's – okay, maybe I'm talking crazy. Top 50, you know, he moves up there that far. Is that that big of a jump that he can make? I mean, I probably would have had him 69 just because – just because, but I, I think Jalen, the world of Jalen Phillips, I think his best football is ahead of him. And I can't imagine how good he's going to be this season with Jalen Ramsey. We talked about the secondary clamping down on those receivers, giving him more time to get to the quarterback. I mean, he is an absolute star in the making. And I think um, he did try to save face a little bit by saying that in his, you know, his little blurb, but having him at 95, you know, just barely making him to the top 100. That's crazy to me, but they did put him on that little graphic there. I don't know if you guys see that graphic between 91 and 100. It's a little terrifying to see that picture of Jalen Phillips there, but he did try to make up for it. So um, yeah, Kai, you could keep keep uh, naming off those players if you want. Keep pushing them up a little bit. <laughs> no, I really could definitely going. definitely a star, man. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Phillips about to have a breakout year. Uh, big things coming in that Vic Fangio defense. So those are the five players that Pete Prisco has from the Miami Dolphins listed in his top 100 players for the 2023 NFL season. But he did do an honorable mentions list, and he had three Miami Dolphins on that. He had Tua Tungavailoa. He had Teron Armstead and he had Javon Holland on the list. Kai, I'll start with you. Of those three players, who do you think deserves to be on the top 100 the most? Tua, Teron, or Javon Holland? Damn. I'm going to go with Teron Armstead. Interesting. Talk about it. Tell me. I, I just think that we saw, for everyone that said, oh, this is a waste of money. We're throwing away money. He's always injured. You absolutely saw the difference of when Teron Armstead was on the field and when he was off the field. We were looking at it. When he's off the field, you're sitting there going, guards suck, tackles suck. Center was obviously fine with, you know, Connor Williams, at least on the left side. Obviously, you know, Robert Hunt was pretty good. Um, but you just sat there and be going, man, we have so many holes. When he's on the field, you're like, you know, we have some holes, but he masks them. And he he is just so good. I would have had him in the top 100. Uh, I, I love I love Tua. I love Javon Holland, but I just wouldn't put them in that top 100. Not yet. Where are you at, Josh? Of those three honorable mentions, Tua, Teron, and Javon Holland, who would you put in that top 100 list? Yeah, I was thinking Teron Armstead, but since Kai said it, and I think I know yeah, where you might be going with, with this. Yeah, I'm going to go with Javon Holland. I'd probably put Javon Holland there. we got Kevin Byard, Harrison Smith. I think when we mentioned uh, Cameron Curl, the, the safety for the commanders, you even said who – uh, American. When you look at the blurb, that's exactly what it says. Who pay attention? So, um, I'm naming all some other safeties I would have put him over. I'm gonna go with Javon Holland. I think he's a special talent. I mean, if you're sitting here trying to project which of these guys is you know going to be one of the 
prolific players at their position or, you know, a, a marquee name. I think Javon Holland's a pretty safe bet. I think what he's going to do in Vic Fangio's defense is just going to be so much different than what we saw him doing in years past where he was kind of stretched a little bit thin playing single high. He's going to have his buddies back there with him. But I think this guy's a difference maker. Can even drop down in the slot a little bit. So interested to see the way he works in this new defense. But I would put him into the top 100. And I'm pretty much giving you that alley-oop to sit here and uh, gush over to Tungvaloa, who he is, if you count the quarterbacks, he is in Pete Prisco's top 10, which I think we can all agree to Tungvaloa when healthy is a top 10 quarterback. Pete Prisco, his lowest-rated quarterback on the list, checks in at number 78. That quarterback, Justin Fields of the Chicago Bears. Is Tua Tungabailoa a better quarterback than Justin Fields of the Chicago Bears? You bet your fucking ass he is. Tua Tungabailoa is a better NFL quarterback than Justin Fields. Justin Fields amazing athlete justin fields with his legs may be better than Tua tunga by loa seth rollins is gonna curb stomp you for this <laughs> seth rollins <laughs> may listen to this episode he may not but Tua tunga by loa was in the m mvp conversation last year was justin fields in the mvp conversation last year no he was not and people will say oh well Tua was injured justin fields was injured tj watt who was ranked Number 11 overall by Pete Prisco only played 10 games last year. Tua Tungabailoa played more games than that. Tua Tungabailoa is a better quarterback than Justin Fields, who was ranked number 78. Tua Tungabailoa absolutely belongs on this list, and he probably belongs in the top 50 players. And if he plays all 17 games for the Miami Dolphins next season, Tua Tungabailoa is going to be a top 15 player on Pete Prisco's list next year. Book it. I'm calling my shot right now. Top that is 15. downright disrespectful to Tua Tungavailoa. Prisco was viewing things in that fantasy realm that I was telling you I was looking at. I think that's the only way you could even consider having Justin Fields ahead of Tua. But, yeah, man. Uh, Top 15? Yes. Yeah. If Tua Tungavailoa plays 17 games and stays healthy for the Miami Dolphins in 2023, he will be a top 15 player on this list next year. If that happens, he plays, if Tua is healthy and plays every single game, including the playoffs, I will send you a authentic Tua jersey. Oh, that's that, how this, confident all right. I am that that's not going to happen. There we happen. go. And I'll, I'll tell you what, Kai. If he doesn't, I'll send you an autograph, Seth Rollins, 8x10. Boom. Book there it. Is. it is. There it is. Damn. Damn. It, it's been recorded. Week two is going to be recorded. great. I can't wait to receive this. <laughs> You're a hater. What a hater. Well, now, now he's good. Now he has to cut. I mean, now you can made him. Now he's stuck between a rock and a hard place, right? I mean, Tua gets a little nicked up. He's going to be sitting there crossing his fingers that we don't see him for at least one week, right? <laughs> <laughs> I would never. I, you know, I, I just look. I don't think that he's going to play all 17 games, but, you know, I, I you know, uh, hey. It's worth the I'm bet. calling my shot. I think it happened. I think it happened. If he plays all 17 games, though, I think we can all agree they're going to be playing a couple uh, playoff games. Now, I remember, well I did because, say 17 yeah. and playoffs. So if he plays 17, gets hurt that 17th game, doesn't play the playoffs. Eh? Okay. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, you know, the bet 17 games, but I personally think Tua is playing 20 games. You know what I mean? Hey, look, if Tua, play, if Tua goes to the Super Bowl and wins it, I don't even care about the jersey. He won a Super Bowl. <laughs> he's taking, Listen, he's taking it. Priceless. He's taking ace to Disney World if that happens. He's it's taking ace to it. Disney World. It's worth it. One guy who, who got snubbed from the top 100 and from the honorable mentions list, Xavier Howard. Does Dave, does Xavier Howard deserve to be on this list, guys? Yeah. yeah. I think so. I agree. I think, yeah, at least I mean, like I don't know how bottom 10. And I even put in the article, I think then you could probably make a case for Kate or Kohu as well, who, you know, I mean. I wouldn't go yeah, that we know far. X was, we know X was banged up last Well, it depends what you're basing this off of. Are you basing off last year? Because Kate or Kohu was the best corner in, on the Dolphins last year with uh, X and those two banged I, up I based it off of what I remember. You know, I'm a I'm an Xavier Howard And even stand. Bradley Chubb, though. Even you, Bradley Chubb probably belongs on this you list You know somewhere. I'm an Xavier Howard stand. You Josh, love Xavier so Howard, I just, yes. You I've been on that since he was drafted. I remember saying that thing. Oh, this is the perfect guy for the defense that we have. Damn, who was our defensive coordinator? Twenty sixteen. Uh, he went on to be. Was the it Matt Burke? Coach. Was it? I don't no, remember. He went on to be the Broncos oh, head coach. Vance, Vance Joseph. Joseph. Everything. Yeah. Oh, this is the perfect fit for Vance Joseph's defense. And, and I think I remember me, you, and, and Matthew Kanata having a conversation. You guys talking about how 
oh, you know, he has an injury history. He's not going to make it. I'm like, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to be the guy. I just. Injuries oh, and man. penalties was the biggest concern. And I guess the injuries is still there. He's He's got yeah. that penalty stuff down. It's tough to leave him off the list. Uh, you know, you got Kevin Byard at, at number 100. That could easily be Xavier Howard. Really could be. That's Javon Holland, though. I've made that Javon Holland. You can't can't make it X now. We're being homers now. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, Jason <What>? Sanders. <laughs> Just you know, putting that out there. Look, technically – you could argue that there should be a kick. All right, I'm not going to get into it, but there should be a kicker somewhere. That's right? the soccer fan in you. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> all right, we'll we'll wrap it up. We sat here and we were going to be like, all right, we're we're going to hit a 30 minute pod, and this this is approaching 50 minutes. So, Josh, sorry, I know your kids your your kids are driving you insane. Uh, we're going to wrap this one up. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you'll get another episode from us later in the week, and then uh, you also have two two next week, and then we'll be out, and then the, the normal normalcy will return. Um, for myself, Mary, Josh, thank you guys so much. Fins up. Any final words from either of you? Now, just once again, I want to reiterate, thank you to all the listeners for sticking with us while we replace Chris, Alp, and Simon. We love you guys. Hopefully, you love us too. Thanks, guys. Yeah, hopefully you weren't like my kids telling me, uh, Daddy, shut the hell up this whole pod, <laughs> sitting there listening to House talk. But, yeah, thanks, you guys, so much for listening to this. And, as always, fins up. Fins up. Fins up, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Three Yards Per Caddy. You can subscribe via iTunes, on Podbean, or your usual podcast provider. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.